Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. Take the one-minute test today at doihadprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Coming up on Money Beats, look at the week ahead. Some important readings on the housing sector, the manufacturing sector, and big earnings from Walmart, Home Depot, and Target. This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. Hello, all our friends out there in podcast land. Welcome to Money Beats, look at the week ahead. Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser here in New York City. Mr. Grosser, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Paul. You are. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you're glad. I, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. And uh, we are joined on the phone by Wall Street Journal economics reporter Sarah Cheney calling in from the nation's capital. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a Friday. Yeah. I mean, Sarah, you know, that's a good point you raised there because I was thinking about that too. Can you, like... Can you just walk us through, give us a little a sense of the flavor of what the newsroom is like down there these days? I mean, you guys have to... How exhausted are you We guys? can't keep up with it up here. Yes, yeah. We work pretty long hours here, but I just learned the other week that our building closes around 9.30 every night, so... The reporters, I don't wow. know if people are working from home, but there is a stopping point. Wow. This, so but. you learned that through experience. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running back to get my laptop. Right. Wow. The eighth floor. But yes, it, it is. It's um, an ex- exciting environment here. Sure. Of course. Right. I mean, it's, look, we're all news junkies. What we live for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, let's junk out a little bit here. Sarah, what is the big happenings on the economic calendar in the week ahead? We have housing starts on Tuesday as well as industrial production. I don't know if econ nerds are the, the main people interested in these, but yeah. um, for housing starts, I mean, the housing market has been really interesting lately. We're starting to see some increased demand from millennials. The right. The housing supply is pretty tight while home prices are rising, um, which is essentially a function of, of softer housing starts. Um, and so I think economists are going to be looking to see whether new home construction improves in this report. Um, it's it's known to be a pretty volatile report. Some argue you can't read too much into it, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's we're at the height of spring. I know these are starts, right? So they're not you know selling houses, right? So. Right. But but still, I mean, it is sort of an important time for the housing market overall. Industrial production actually is is certainly more interesting, I think. I mean, people have been talking about productivity and how, how, you know, sort of lame it's been. And the fact that we can't seem to get productivity moving faster than this. What are we looking at with this report? Mm -hmm. We have seen manufacturing output fall quite a bit. In last month's report, it fell. And the Institute of Supply Management actually puts out a separate report. And they said last week that their index of manufacturing fell in April. And so it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the manufacturing sector, because you're right, productivity has been weak. We we have all sorts of reports that measure these things. And right. for the most part, it has been, you know, slow growth. And I think part of the, you know, an interesting part of this report that often gets overlooked is the capacity utilization rate, which people kind of just gloss over. But, you know, it is what it says. It's, it's how much of the nation's capacity is being utilized. And it is not 
been above its long-term average for this entire recovery. Forget, you know, being at a strong level. It has not even been at the long-term average this entire mm-hmm. recovery. So I think that really sort of illustrates just how far this this economy that we currently have, how far this economy has to go before you can really start talking about having any kind of a strong economy. Last week's jobs report was so positive and (laughs) it's it's hard to say the economy is doing really well or really poorly, but but you're right. Capacity utilization is important. And Sarah, you don't know, Paul always finds the reason to say why the economy is no, I don't. I, 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 I literally, I literally have been doing this podcast with him since 2012, and okay. a week has not gone by. We're waiting for the day. Like oh, that's gonna, that, that's going to be the sell signal for the markets mm-hmm. that we've hit a top is when Paul turns on the economy. I mean, and, and to be fair. I will be fair. Paul yeah. is not completely wrong. I mean, this economy has right. been fits and starts. It's muddled along, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the bottom. For every, you know, good couple of reports, you know, showing signs, you know, there will be, uh, you know, a few bad ones that say the exact mm-hmm. opposite. I mean, that has been the story, I think, of this you know, recovery. Look, I, just, I just report the news, Grocer. I just, that's all I'm doing over here is just reporting the news. But, Paul, I think you're, you, you're on to something there. You, you have to be skeptical of these data reports because earlier this week we, we got a couple of inflation gauges that indicated that inflation was, you know, going up. And then we get today's right. CPI report and it's like, well, not so much. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. For every two steps forward, there's two steps, two back. steps back, which is why yes. we have this, you know, sub two percent growth that's going on. Let's uh, let's quickly go overseas because I think yeah. um, we, mm-hmm. on Wednesday we have uh, Japan releases gross domestic uh, product uh, data. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean. Japan's obviously <laughs> talk about for every two steps forward, two steps back. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Japan's been muddled for a long time. For every two to, decades yeah, forward, two for decades back. Right. Yeah. To gen- for generating growth. What are we expecting there? Right. Its last GDP report actually showed slower growth, um, largely driven by weaker consumer spending and um, kind of fears of the U.S.'s protectionist policies. Mm-hmm. But that said, Japan's economy did grow in every quarter last year. And so I think economists are hopeful in this coming report that they'll continue to have this streak, improved growth. And we might see factors like the workforce, which is expanding from um, the prime minister's policies, basically trying to get older workers and women and immigrants to um, stay in the workforce. The idea there being that they would increase output and that there would be you know, more people with more money in their right, pockets, right. which obviously helps GDP. And one of the things I think that's interesting is how that affects eventually – uh, you know the Bank of Japan's monetary policy. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know if the, you know if they can start moving from easing to more normalized policy, and they be you know, and the ECB does, that would be good for. I mean, the U.S. and not strengthening the dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are absolutely right about that, Stephen Grosser. You, you mentioned Europe. Let, let's talk quickly about um, Europe and this. What is it? Consumer confidence numbers coming out, Sarah. Right. Friday, the European Commission is releasing its consumer confidence figures. Um, 
It's always hard to read into these things because even though there are candidates like Marine Le Pen running for president, the market right, reaction the wasn't. French election, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, in the French election, the market reaction wasn't exactly what you would have thought. Like consumer confidence even was firming in the wake of all of that. Right. It'll be interesting for sure to to see what happens in this week's report. Economists are predicting that the confidence measure is going to rise. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean, Europe, you look at Europe and, and, you know, the economy seem, you know, it's certainly doing better than it was a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, it seems like for now, this sort of populist, populist wave has, has been blunted. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it'd be very interesting to see how the, uh, the European, the European citizenry is taking all that. Anything else, Grocer? No, I think that fills it yeah. up. Anything else, Sarah? I think that that was a pretty good economic summary of the coming events. I, I think you're absolutely right. Sarah Cheney, thank you very much. Thanks for taking the time to spend with us. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, everyone, don't go away. We'll be back. That's our, 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 our out music. Uh, we'll be back right after this, folks. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. Take the one-minute test today at doihadprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. The Future of Everything podcast from The Wall Street Journal. Coming Friday, May 19th. What's the future of space and the law? Companies like Elon Musk's SpaceX. High-tech guns. This is about choice in types of gun offered for sale. Brain implants. They didn't know how effective this was going to be. Urban farming. But what about a building that's 30 stories tall? And the mass production of meat. Now these cells came from a duck. The Future of Everything podcast from The Wall Street Journal. Coming Friday, May 19th. Welcome back to Money Beats. Look at the week ahead. Paul and Stephen here in the studio. Uh, still earnings season, Stephen Gross. We are, we are 91% through, I believe it is right now, the earnings calendar. Right. Of so, the S&P 500 Of the companies. S&P 500. Right. So we have a few more left to go. Still... And actually, we have some decent-sized names this week. It's not completely over. Yeah. The retailers, as we talked about last week, had kicked off uh, you know, the retail earnings um, I guess segment of the earnings season, and it was bad. Um, yeah, it was it's been a bit of a bloodletting on their part. Um, well, Macy's especially, it dropped. Um, you know, it, it reported on Thursday, it dropped reported, yeah, right. seventeen, which was its biggest, I think, percentage drop uh, since two thousand eight. Wow, like during the financial yeah. crisis, or one day percentage drop. So that was, you know, bad. But yeah, department stores continue. Well, and, and that's what you had last it, week. You had yeah. Kohl's. Nordstrom, Macy, JC Penny, right? All department stores, all reporting, all sort of. Kohl's and Nordstroms weren't um, as no. bad. Yeah, right, right, they were. Right. They they had some positive things, and yeah. you know, um, but their stocks still got hit. You know, largely dragged down by Macy's. Right. Well, and they all put a happy face on it. I mean, even Macy's tried to put a good face on on the numbers. It's just that. The, the numbers are what they are, no, and department well, stores I mean, it, are under it, it's siege. A continu- it's a continuation of, for a long time, department stores, I think, felt a little bit safer from Amazon under this idea that you know people didn't want to buy clothes online. That has dramatically right. changed. They're under a lot more pressure now, and that leads us into – you know, your Walmarts, your Targets, well, who are going to be reporting this week. And, right. And, and, and that's the com- contrast with this week's They've names. competed against Amazon a lot longer. Um, uh, and so, 
you know, the, I don't think the expectation is to see the dramatic hit that, um, right. you know, the Macy's took. Right. And it'll be interesting. I mean, look, the names the names on the calendar this week on, uh, I mean, there are so few names on the calendar this week. They're big names, but there's so few. We can actually kind of go through all of them. Uh, on Tuesday, you'll have Dick's Sporting Goods, Home Depot, Staples, TJX Co's, Urban Outfitters. On Wednesday, you'll have Target, which will be interesting, Cisco Systems. On Thursday, Alibaba Group, not a retailer, but, you know, well, actually, kind of, you know, interesting. Uh, Gap, Ralph Lauren, Walmart, Salesforce, not a retailer. And on Friday, Campbell Soup, not a retailer. Uh, Deer and Foot Locker. So mostly retailers, but some that are not. But, you know, that is that's an interesting group of stocks, interesting group of names. I mean, Home Depot kind of ties into what we were talking about in the first segment. Obviously, the housing, the housing sector. We'll see how that's doing. You know, are people? Have you been? Uh, you wait. Do you even? What do you live in Brooklyn? Do they ever even have a Home Depot in Brooklyn for you? Yes, they do. Do you go? Not, to not far from where I live. Really? Actually, I go to Lowe's. Lowe's is closer. Oh, you go to Lowe's. And I still go to like for the daily stuff. There's a True Value, which yeah. I thoroughly like. They're very helpful. Hmm. Very interesting. So yes, that's that's Steve Grosser's shopping. That's your that's um, your yeah, your priority. You're not priority. You're like uh, you're li- ah my god, folks, this is interesting stuff here. Trust us. Uh, <laughs> home Home Depot Target, of course, will be an interesting one too. I mean, a company that's just been in the crosshairs for for several years now. Really, I mean, they are still trying to regain the momentum that they used to have, and I think that's to me that's a very interesting dynamic that you see with companies from time to time. I mean, you can be the hot thing for a long time, and if you lose it, that is a hard thing to recapture. And a lot of companies don't. Target. Some do. Right. I mean, Target, I guess what people call it. it was, and, there's, and there's a Target in Brooklyn, too, if you'd like to know. Oh, is That is, 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 you know, packed over yeah. the weekends. Um, one, of the, one of the things interesting you'll see, I don't know how much clarity or, you know, we'll get on the call or in the earnings um, from Target on this, but they did launch a, you know, pilot program um, where they're offering home, you know, delivery or, or you know, same day, I think it is, yeah. home delivery on, um, on, on certain, on, you know, Household essentials, essentially, or next day delivery hmm. on uh, household essentials. So uh, you know I, that's an effort to compete with um, Amazon. It'll be interesting to see if you know if that's right and working of course, or not. Yeah, you know, I again, mean both both Walmart and Tar- Target right. have sort of are trying to amp up their online um, presence. Oh yeah, they have to. I mean, look, Amazon is you know the the, the beast that is eating retail. That's just it. That's what it is. And interestingly, I think on the in just you know on the on what's happening next week, Monday is the anniversary of Amazon's IPO. We talked about that on the previous yes, podcast right, a bit. Right. But you know, you're talking about a company that went public. It was worth a couple of hundred million. It is now worth close to four hundred and fifty billion. It is the fourth largest country company in. The, it almost is a country. Yeah, yeah. The fourth largest uh, company. Yeah, uh, in the S and P uh, 500. So you know, um, we'll be writing a lot about that and sort of you know comparing its rise. But right. anyone who bought that IPO, I think, is sitting pretty pretty right now. Yeah, you're doing pretty well. All right, let's leave it there, everyone. Thank you for listening. Going to be an interesting, interesting week. Uh, you know, keep your ears peeled because we will be out during it. So we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> 
Follow the Wall Street Journal on your favorite podcast app. Search WSJ on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and any Amazon Alexa device. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously.